This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. This is the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. Good afternoon. It is Madam Adams, Cindy Adams from the New York Post. you got to read me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if you don't, you can listen to me on WABC Radio on Sunday from 1 to 2. Meantime, listen, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And there are holiday jokes all around. For instance, Donald Trump's new book. What is the title? Quote, Why I Believe in God and Vice Versa. The holiday jokes are all around. A survey determined America has a plus of wheat, cotton, and anger. And the gifts. There are many great gifts, like the Kardashian bra. You just water it, wear it, and watch it grow. Then there's the Mimi Megan talking doll. You wind it up, and it pees on you. The compulsive shopper's prayer, the Lord was my tailor, Lord and Taylor. He leadeth me from the land of Saks Fifth, and maketh me to lie down in Bergdorf's. He anointeth my brow with Amazon, and delivereth me by UPS. Yea, though I walk through the gap in the valley of Walmart, I, Magnin, will fear no evil. I, Magnin, will fear no evil, for thine is the internet, home shopping, and consignment shops forevermore. Now, if there had been the three wise women instead of the three wise men, let us understand. They'd have arrived on time, because being women, they'd have asked directions. They would have helped deliver the baby, tidied up the stable, even made a tuna casserole, and every toilet seat in Bethlehem would have been down. Seers, spiritualists, crystal ball types, say that 10% of Americans believe Elvis is still alive. Shocking is that 43% believe Joe Biden is still alive. So, I am going onward. On the 12th day of Christmas, our country gave to me 12 states still voting, 11 counties still counting, 10 Democrats fibbing, 9 lawyers filing, 8 deadlines passing, 11, 7 votes outstanding, 6 judges finagling, 5 assistants quitting, 4 CIA guys lying, 3 recounts, 2 candidates and an empty presidency. Also, you have to know that I have learned Nancy Pelosi told Santa what she wants is a year's supply of Depends. And if Kamala runs again, Americans will storm the Mexican border. And the new Ken doll 
whispered to Barbie, Your what? Okay, we're going on. And holiday greetings from Twitter's new CEO all arrived addressed to occupant. Elections, you know, should really be held on Christmas. Then the dodos we elected could be exchanged for something else. Christmas. It's trees from Canada, tinsel from China, tree lights from Malaysia, men's ties from Italy, sweaters from England, fragrance from France, toys from Taiwan, shoes from the Philippines, and T-shirts from India. Great old-fashioned U.S. holiday. No matter what you want, though, Santa is busy. So many kids couldn't go out during the pandemic that now they're all going to Santa. One lap has a sign that says, Two knees, no waiting. But in Russia, it's different. There, Santa just tells you what you'll get. But be aware, friends, Grinches still exist. A 1997 employee wrote Leona Helmsley, The salary you owe me, I give as a Christmas present. But the good news, smart Kelly Ripper does the day's mass on Zoom. Maybe it's the prevalent anti-Semitism. I don't know, but I just received a book from two guys I don't know. Their book is called a small book of Jewish comedians, like Bill Maher. He says, I'm half Jewish, half Catholic. I go to confession, say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And you know my attorney, Mr. Cohen? Like Billy Crystal, who says, my family spoke Yiddish, a language of coughing and spitting. <laughs> Until I was 11, I wore a raincoat. Buddy Hackett, he's no longer with us, but his line lives on. He said, my wife said to me, I want to be cremated. I said, okay, how's Tuesday? And Don Rickles, Italians are great. They can work us over in an alley while singing an opera. Onward, onward, onward. I speak about Netflix's two semi-royal piggies. They reminded me of a tidbit. Long before becoming a queen in waiting, Camilla told me, Hey, it's not always easy for us. Standing interminably on lines, in heels, shaking hands, smiling, making conversation for long periods, can really be very tiring. And you know something? It hurts. I get pains in my feet. I've developed corns. This, you know, is the temporary king's wife. She told me, when the prince and I get back to our own castle, I take my shoes off and I walk around barefoot. Ah, fucking homey palace. So, listen, it's beginning to spend a lot like Christmas. Travel gurus are pushing 16th-century Grimsthorpe Castle, someplace in England. Henry VIII 
gifted this to the eleventh Lord Willoughby, whoever the hell he was, and his Spanish bride, Maria de Salinas, who was then lady-in-waiting to Henry's Queen Catherine of Aragon. I mean, forget booking an, a room in Atlantic City. Who else would tell you these things? From 3,000 pounds, two nights per couple, the offer includes art tour, champagne in whatever's called the Chinese drawing room, a castle tour, and a grounds walk. And they are hustling for the season in case you're looking to go there. Also, more information for Christmas. Do not monkey around. King Kong is making a comeback. Samsung's gone ape this Christmas and bringing Kong into the gambling world. He ain't climbing up the Empire State Building, but for players who buy games, it will be the top banana. I'm just letting you know. And for the holiday, New York City cabbies may rent their cabs electric billboard. In case out-of-towners don't know, there's a big electric sign that lights up on top of a yellow New York cab. It carries a lit-up message, like to drive past your ex-boss's house. It could show a heart and painted on it a middle finger. Only in New York, kids. Only in New York. Now, one little bit of caution. Seriously, it's a weed-em-out alert. We're weeding this out. Pay attention. Dog lovers like me must stay watchful. While cannabis has become de rigueur, look out for the caveats. Watch for roaming the city streets. One out walking her collie, a lady noticed the dog had picked something up from the sidewalk. An hour later, this dog fell over, collapsed. He'd accidentally ingested cannabis studs. It took him two days to regain his normal routine, and that is according to the vet. So now I want to tell you I am going to take a quick station break, and then I will be back with such delicious stuff that even I can't wait to hear what I have to say. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. I am now speaking to Courtney Kutlowski. She's Director of Communications for what's called the Amaze Light Festival. It's at City Field. Now that I have announced that, what the hell am I talking about? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Good question. What the heck are we doing? You know, it is absolutely a unique immersive experience what makes it um different is that it's all based on a storybook so when you walk into the festival you're walking into a storybook that has come alive um 
our visitors can go to amazelightfestival.com. They can download our app, and that storybook is there. So you can read it before you get on site. And then what happens is when you get on site, all of those worlds that the two characters, Zing and Sparky, explore are alive. And they're all made up. So it's like nothing you've ever seen or, or, or felt before. It's also nothing I can explain. What are you talking about? What characters? What are we, what are we talking about here? Exactly. So Zing and Sparky are the two, like, guiders, keepers of light for the Amaze Light Festival. They are two lovable characters that are actually live and on site at the event. Um, and they come alive through our storybook. And then when you get on site, you're walking through all these larger-than-life immersive worlds. And Zing and Sparky, every 30 minutes, have a stage show that is uh, choreographed and directed by Parallel Exit with New York. And uh, guests can interact with the two characters. Okay, okay, okay. Let me, since I am limited mentally, can you just tell me, how did such an idea come about? And how, why, what, where? (laughs) So the idea comes from our creators, Sarah Bosch and Derek Norwood. Um, The idea is to just immerse people in the holiday spirit. I mean, as soon as you walk in, there's a million things to see and do. We are the largest light show in the country. So as you're walking through each world, you can take a, you can go tubing, you can go sledding, you can take a train ride, uh, you can visit the toy store, which is Zing's Toyporium, where you can uh, make a toy and then donate to the charity of your choice. You can okay, walk through okay. the German, go ahead. So how big is this? I know it's City Field. You mean anybody at any age can go in and just walk around? Correct. Yep. The maze, the maze is for all ages. Ages. Um, there's something for everyone. Uh, there's, like I said, a train ride, a sledding hill. There's a German-styled market with different places to shop. Um, you can get candles, scarves, snacks. So I, so I could, if, if, if after we do this interview, I could ask you for and tell me I could go with a friend and walk around there. Is is it every day or every night? How does it work? It is, yeah. So it's open now um, every day. Um, all the way through January 8th. It starts at 4 p.m. And the experience is about, we say a guest experience should take about two hours. So, you, yeah, you're literally walking through themed worlds, enjoying a hot cocoa, maybe having a cocktail or two, and uh, watching the stage show every half hour and getting immersed in that. Does this happen elsewhere in Europe, any place? Um, no, right now we're in Chicago and New York. Um, this is our second year uh, bringing a maze to the world. Um, we partner, though, the lights, everything that you see that is built at a maze is created with our partner, LeBlanc Illuminations. And we are the exclusive distributor, distributor of their lights in the U.S. So that's what makes us able to customize everything and fabricate each world so uniquely. Do people sit or stand or walk around or travel in a car? How does how does it work? Um, so you walk around. Um, there are places to sit. There's a VIP access area for for a slight upgrade. You can um, go to the VIP tent and enjoy the stage show. Um, there are places to to sit underneath the decor. There are places to tuck into. So it's it's cozy for everyone. Okay, what does it cost? Um, tickets start at $30 and go up from there. What's the difference? If you're walking around, you're 
$30 or $60. You're still walking the same place. What What is the difference in the tickets? So the upgrade is for the, if you want to upgrade to the VIP section. So that is a tent with a closer view for the stage show. You also get hors d'oeuvres or specialty cocktails in that with that experience. Where else does this happen? Any place else? So this happens right now in uh, City Field in New York and then at Tinley Park in Chicago. Okay, where do you go to enter or where do you go to buy? How do, how do, you, how do you go there? Um, so you can visit amazelightfestival.com. And whether you want to visit New York or Chicago, you can click on uh, that option. And then everything you need to know, including how to purchase tickets, is all there. Um, you can also download the Amaze app in the, in the App Store. Does this happen? Can you go to a door and actually buy tickets and enter there? You can. You can buy tickets the day of. If you walk in, you'll be able to buy tickets the day of. Okay. I mean, I find this sort of interesting. How did how did you get the idea? How did the how did it happen? I, mean, I think it started. Our our founder and CEO Derek Norwood was originally just into holiday lights. You know. Um, and then that uh, grew into commercial lighting. And then um, he's a big dreamer. He has great ideas. And so does Sarah Bosch, who's our creative director. And so um, trying to differentiate from every other, you know, drive-through or walk-through event, um, this idea of tying it to something that mattered, like the storybook, and creating these characters that kids and people would love to see year after year, um, it, it came from that. It came from the storybook. And then each of those worlds, Sarah drafted and drew up, and then they worked with LeBlanc to make them come alive. So everything that you see is not, it's, you know, there's um, the, the North Pole or Deck the Halls. They're all giant, larger-than-life spaces that are all created from the minds of Derek and Sarah. Well, what do you do with all this stuff after Christmas? It all goes into warehouses. Um, it's, a ma- it's a massive, massive undertaking. Um, but we have several warehouses across the U.S., so it all gets packed away and, uh, and then brought out for the next year. Okay. Do you recommend going at night? I do. At 4 p.m., usually anywhere you are in the U.S. starts to get a little dark, but um, I would. It's nice, like that 4.30 mark, you can walk around, and then it starts to get dark. It's 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 beautiful. So tell us where city, well, we know, but I mean, for anybody listening who might not know, tell us exactly where is City Field and how you get there and how do you get in? Um, so it is in Queens. I don't, I don't know the exact address. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's really great. Okay. So I'll have to, thank you very, <laughs> thanks very much. Are you better at Chicago? I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the exact address. Hold yeah, on. Thank you. How long would you like me to hold on? How long is the show? I'm good. You know, okay. It's 126th Street and Roosevelt Avenue. That's where, uh, in Flushing, New York, that's where City Field is. Um, there's directional signs. You can't miss it. If you come off of public transportation, uh, there's people helping you through the gates, and it all happens outside in front of City Field. Okay. Now, just a couple of quickie questions. How long do we does a person spend there without wanting to get frostbite and everything? How long do, <laughs> should a person stay there? An hour, two hours, what? Yes, I, I, the the experience top to bottom we estimate is about two hours. 
Um, but there are places to tuck in to, to get warm and um, the full experience with all the things to do probably take about two hours. Okay. Do you feed us if we go there it's hungry? Do you feed us? There is food. There's food uh, available in all of the little German-styled cottages, anything that you can dream of, ooey-gooey, cinnamony, sugary, salty, bubbly, all of it. Okay, if you can figure out where this place is, since you are now (laughs) Director of Communications, you will hear from me because I will schlep my bones down there one night to look at it. Are we safe? Is it a safe place? It is extremely safe. There's security. It's well lit. Um, We have quite a few hands helping on the ground. Um, Customer service is our number one priority. So our hope is that it becomes people's tradition. They come back and see us. And if you'd like to go, just let me know. I shall. I shall call you. And I thank you very much for being on the air with me. And now that I've listened to you, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) And I look forward. I look forward. I imagine to seeing this. (laughs) Thank you. Keep in touch. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. So I am about to speak with Brad Wells. He owns a family-run, really large Christmas tree farm that services a lot of New York City. This is very, actually very interesting to me. I'd like to know, first of all, how did you get into this business in the first place? Well, the farm has been in our family since 1842, and it was founded uh, many years ago by my great-great-grandfather uh, uh, with the last name of Hubble. And on or about the turn of the century, 1900, my grandfather, uh, my great-grandfather's name was James Fair, married into the Hubble family. So um, the eldest daughter, who was a Hubble, um, the Hubble name died out, and it became the name of Fair. So we named the farm in the early 1980s into Fairview Tree Farm. And I was given the farm from my grandparents, Wilson and Gertrude Fair. And they had this nice uh, parcel land, which was farmed as a dairy farm up through World War II, and then the land became vacant. A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. And the land sort of sat idle, and they slowly phased out of farming, but when I was in high school, he said that uh, they were going to be giving us the farm uh, as a generation uh, thing. So we decided we'd start to plant Christmas trees, and soon it evolved to Christmas trees and hayrides, and then we did Christmas hayrides, and we also have a haunted attraction that we run here in the fall. Okay, but how did you determine that it should be Christmas trees? There's 8 million things you could have planted. Why did you decide Christmas trees? My family, uh, since the 1960s on uh, my dad's side of the farm, the Wells Farm, also here in Shelton, had started Christmas trees back in the 1960s. So when I was in high school as a young teenager, I started helping to sell Christmas trees on that farm and actually enjoyed it very much as a as a side activity. Do and you once guys... I graduated... go, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Yeah. Once I graduated from college with a degree in business, I said, you know, I think we're going to start uh, doing some landscaping and we would do the Christmas trees in the winter to fill the need for the winter income. And the Christmas trees have turned into a full-time job now and it's wonderful. Do you make any money during the other months of the year? Yes, we do agritourism at the farm here where we do uh, do a lot of hayrides. We have a nighttime Christmas hayride this year with nine nights called the Merry Christmas Hayride. And uh, the amount of folks that come through for hayrides is, is, is amazing. What's the best-selling type of Christmas tree? I mean, they all look alike to me. What What's the best? 
People seem to prefer uh, the Fraser fir, which is a slower-growing tree. It's a soft needle tree. It offers great needle retention. This year at our farm, we had uh, quite a bit of drought, so we closed our fields uh, this year in 2022 for Cut Your Own. But I secured um, deals with area farms here in New England that I'm friendly with to bring in freshly cut trees, which predominantly are Fraser fir. That's the that's the number one selling tree, and then we also brought in Douglas fir and some balsam fir. What's the Christmas tree at at Rock Center? What is it? That is a Norway spruce. Typically, is it they always a Norway. Is it always a Norway spruce? As far as I know, I believe that almost one hundred percent of the time it has been a Norway spruce. Yes. Why is that better than any other kind of tree? <laughs> Well, they tend to grow to a large size and still remain very symmetrical. They can grow to 70, 80, 90, even over 100 feet and still maintain uh, a symmetrical shape. They don't need a lot of maintenance, and they're very flexible. So in order to get a tree that size onto the back of a tractor trailer, the Norway spruce still remain, even a large size, fairly flexible and they tie the branches upward on the back of the semi so they can move it through the city streets. So how expensive are trees this year? More than last year, presumably? Yes, because last year the price of diesel fuel was just north of $2 per gallon, and this year the price of diesel has been anywhere from five fifty a gallon to $7 a gallon. So the moving of the Christmas trees from the Christmas tree farms to the retail center is costing on average $4 per tree as opposed to years past with $1. So the trucking oh. alone the trucking alone has increased the price of the trees plus the drought that we had has made the harvest a little bit less than normal. Labor costs have risen because of the price of diesel. So as a whole I would say the tree prices uh, in some areas are up over 30%. What do you feed these trees that they grow like this? What do, or what kind of soil? What's so special to grow this kind of tree? Well, weed control, just like in your lawn, you want to give the tree plenty of sunlight, and it has to have plenty of water, and you want to maintain the area around the tree so that the grass and the vines and the weeds don't invade the sunlight on the tree. But as far as fertilizer goes, it depends on your soil. But an agricultural-grade fertilizer it would be typically spread on hay fields or um, farmland, such as a 10-10-10. That's a good fertilizer to help the trees achieve more growth uh, during the growth season, which begins the first week of May and goes all the way up to the 1st of August. You mean a tree for Christmas starts in April? The tree growth. The tree growth. Yeah, well, I understand it grows, but, I mean, you, you put the seed or whatever it is you put in the ground in April? Yes. The transplants, the baby trees each year, are are planted from March 21st up until the third week of April. There's only a one-month planting window to put the baby trees into the ground, the seedlings, the transplants. How long should a person keep a Christmas tree? Well, if the tree continues to drink water with a fresh cut at the bottom of the tree, a tree can successfully stay in the home up to five weeks. So what? if you were to put the tree in right around Thanksgiving, it should easily be able to make it till New Year's New Year's Day. What what do you feed the tree? Just I mean, water. you feed it. You feed it to to make it grow like this. 
in your farm? What what do you feed it? Um, just just a regular agricultural fertilizer called ten ten ten. That's what we put on our trees. Okay. Well, I certainly want to thank you very much for talking to me. And you're saying that people can come and visit. Is that it? Visit your farm. People can come and visit. Yes, we've got uh, this this weekend uh, tonight and tomorrow night. I'm not tonight because of the inclement weather, but Saturday and Sunday of this weekend are our final nights for our nighttime Christmas hayride. And we also we also have a wonderful Santa this weekend, and we've got beautiful fresh cut trees right up until our closing date, which is Thursday, the twenty second of December. We close at five o'clock. What about pumpkins? Do you, do you do pumpkins, too, for, for Halloween? No, we used to, but right now we run a haunted operation called Legends of Fear. We have a, a haunted hayride, and we do a haunted walking trail, and it's very, very popular. How much is a tree? A tree ranges anywhere from $60 for your small six-foot tree up to up to $169 for the nine-foot trees. Well, I certainly want to thank you, Brad. I didn't know this much about a Christmas tree before in my life. And I thank you for talking to me. Cindy, you have a great afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, I wish you and your family the best of holidays and a happy new year. Thank you, sweetie. Thanks, honey. Bye. Take care. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. So Marianne Gorioso is a psychic. I have spoken with her many times before, and I'm always fascinated. Tell me about the world. What's going to happen to the world? (laughs) Okay, so Cindy, the world right now is in, um, I feel bad for the world at my age to see it this way. I feel like it's, uh, we're in a, I always believe in hope. But right now, the world is in um, a dark place, but it's at our own hands. I believe we've allowed things to get a bit out of control. So um, 2023, I feel, can be what we make of it if we're not afraid to address things that are going on that... um, that need to be sort of, we need to get back to rules and regulations. Tell me about my country. What's going to happen to my country? Okay. That's um, my favorite subject, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, worried okay. about it. Yeah. What do you hear about the country? What do you feel? Okay. Um, a lot of frustration in a lot of different areas. I do believe that things are going to, Cindy, turn out um better and correct but we really got to sort of put the brakes on and get back to old world thinking and uh hey you know what you want a nice thing it not it requires nice effort i know all that but what do you hear what do you feel psychically are we um, going to improve or what 
not an easy road, but we, yes, it will happen with a lot of like uh, bumps along the way. What about New York politics? How is New York going to fare? Okay. Now, that I'm so glad that you asked that because I love New York. But um, unfortunately, I don't uh, feel, I feel like, uh, or actually what I'm saying is Kathy Hochul is going to wind up having a very, very, very hard time. I do feel like she'll be brought to the point of emotional collapse. I don't know if she'll be able to carry out her whole four years. I don't believe she will. Well, that's an interesting thought. Tell me about the couples, Hollywood couples breaking up. Anybody you see getting married, getting divorced, getting anything? Okay. So, uh, unfortunately, I do feel, I don't feel like uh, Jen and Ben are going to last. Oh, I, nobody feels they're going to last. <laughs> they don't feel they're going to last. Go on. <laughs> Yeah. I don't feel like they're going to last, uh, but they'll last a little bit, uh, let's say a year or two, but then I don't see that happening. Sly Stallone is going to have a new lady in his life, and she'll be in the picture for for a while, but then I don't feel like he, I don't feel like he goes with a marriage, which I think is, uh, would be a smart thing. Okay. How about the pig and the pigette? Harry? And Megan. Oh, interesting. Um, now, they are going to wind up, uh, they, they won't stay together. Um, uh, they'll divorce, I'm going to say, end of t- uh, 2023. That's very short. Yeah. You mean like next year? Yeah, next year. Oh, this is so good. This is such good news because I dislike <laughs> them both. I really dislike them both. Oh, okay. Cindy. But now, Cindy, wait to hear a little bit of uh, uh, England news for a second. I only see the king in power for about five years. And then he'll fall ill, not deathly ill, but it'll make him step down. Okay. And then we get William. Is that correct? Then we yeah. get William. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then we get William. Um, yeah. And then also, uh, let's go back to the U.S. for a second. With um, Kevin Costner. Yeah. In the future, a political run. For what? What's he going to run for? I'm going to say maybe governor. Of what? Uh, who knows? I don't know which state. I don't oh. know which state, but a governorship or some political power office. What else? Who else do you sniff stuff on? <laughs> okay. Now, uh, with uh, I want to go back to, for a second, Hunter Biden will be on uh, a um, this year. Uh, well, uh, in 2023, he'll be on a, um, oh, Cindy, what is that? A, uh, a watch when you think you're going to kill yourself. Suicide watch. A suicide watch. Okay. All right. And eventually he will do prison time. Well, I would certainly hope so. Oh, please. Me too. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are so on the same page with that crap. Okay. Okay. Anything else that you want to pee on? Anyone else you want to pee on before we go further? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, I, I did want to tell you something now. Oh, with uh, another. Oh, no, you know what, Cindy, jumpstart my thinking for a minute. Ask me a question. 
Now, listen, I can't do dead air time, so I want to tell you I have loved talking to you, and I'm going to pick out the stuff that you've told me. It was okay. wonderful to talk to you. Thank you, Marianne. Thank oh, you, thank honey. you, sweetheart. God bless. Okay, sweetie. A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. All the dish that's fit to air. Cindy Adams is on 77 WABC. I just have some assorted things I feel like saying. Mrs. Sussex, the temporary Prince Harry's missus, she is actually now looking to become a renowned global politician. It could even be she would start here in Manhattan, the international capital of the world. Maybe she might even open a lingerie shop. She could call it Fredericks of Afghanistan. My opinion is she is nothing and she is nobody. Once upon a dime was this female who knew how to marry, divorce, break into show business, memorize a script, travel to Europe's moneyed places, but not, not, know who is this red-haired Prince Empty over whom lackeys were blubbering. She had scripts, tickets, cash, travel folders, computers, iPhones, magazines, newspapers, TV, Google, time to investigate, know how to play a part, work a script, hit the right place at the right season, and not know who he was. In London, Brits who paw the same high-level ground told me, and I was not alone hearing this, she'd been actively out there husband hunting. Her lady parts found the way. She now lives in her California sty by pawing everyone, father, ex-best friend, the Brits, brother-in-law William, sister-in-law Catherine, staffers, and Queen Elizabeth's entire kingdom. One day, and not very long from now, because nobody figures they're going to stay married together. Nobody figures that. One day, Prince Empty will actually begin to babble. And before you can say, Hell, Britannia, she will be out there again hunting. This is some piece of work, this lady. Now, let me tell you that this strung-out type in New York City wobbled forth from a cannabis department store he was carrying a cigar box. A fellow buyer said to him, Hey, man, what are you doing with that cigar box? His answer, I'm moving. Okay, I just thought I would tell you some of that. Now I want to go on to another few things. New York's delivery service is a great idea for New York's great idea of opening these cannabis stores. Really great idea. And what I would like to know is, who will protect lone bikers on mean streets late at night when lights aren't working? They're halting at red lights. They're stopping at addresses. They are doing nighttime biking. They are wheeling they are alone. Cops are quitting. People are staying home. 
hopheads are looking to grab a freebie, and nobody is jailing anyone, and we can't even gag, brag, our Statue of Liberty will soon look stoned. Will somebody please protect this great idea of a delivery service for New York to deliver cannabis at home late at night? Living in New York, we had a wonderful, funny place called Caroline's. Caroline's was a comedy club. They all started, they'd get on and they'd say, hey, a funny thing happened to me on the way to Caroline's. Well, these famous comedians who were nobodies when they started and all got their break at Caroline's, which was at Times Square, Caroline's is now making its last shtick. Comedians are lining up for its final 41-year Broadway run. Howard Stern actually said, You know, I saw everybody there. I remember when I saw Dave Chappelle breaking his stuff out there. And in those days, owner Caroline Hirsch was a beauty. She'd probably look at me now and throw up, but back then I wanted to bang her. Caroline will keep producing New York's Comedy Festival. The brand name Caroline will continue. I'm into psychics today. I've, I've been interviewing a lot of psychics. I interviewed a guy called Frank Andrews. He has read for Andy Warhol, John Lennon, Yoko Ono. Frank Andrews told me, we are into the age of Aquarius. Yeah, which means what? He says, it brings a heavy price. The old god, those big super high powers, do not want change. They will not allow change. They choose to keep the old ways. So he goes on to tell me Aquarius associates with the color blue. I don't understand half of this stuff, he tells me. Aquarius associates with the color blue. Mars is the god of war, red. Neither side will compromise. Combining blue states and red states, he tells me, creates purple. Yeah, well, I know that. So that color, he says, stands for grace. We may have grace, but we will not have peace. His 2023 predictions, he says, like every single other person says, Harry and me, 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 Megan reach a new low. There is in-house fights and they escalate. Every single person I know, London, New York, psychics, not psychics, New York people who are in the news, they all say the same. The pig and piglet will not last. Once he finds his voice and decides to say, no, I don't want to do the dishes, she is going to kick him out on his behind. He also tells me Kanye will now start digging a deeper hole for himself. That, to me, is good news. He says Brad Pitt will find love. Really? Again? And he says the economy is up and gas prices are down 
and the New York Yankees will make a comeback. That is absolutely 100% great. Okay, now, brace yourself. Brace all yourselves. I am coming to an end. You will soon be able to be rid of me. But before I go, I want to tell you that Hollywood's big problem is not what to buy for a Christmas gift. It's which father, husband, ex-wife, stepmother, sibling to give it to. And that is my ending, and I love you, and I want to wish you a happy Christmas and a good new year, and we will speak to each other again next year in year 2023. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.